Hello, and welcome to the Elevate Your Awesome podcast. I am your host, Molly Mahoney, and I cannot wait to help you unlock your inner awesome and elevate it by using the magic of Facebook Live, Messenger Bots, and all sorts of social media strategies so that you can build more credibility, visibility, and be known as the authority in your space in a way that allows you to attract a flood of leads who are ready to throw credit cards at your face. Have you ever done a Google search? And you're searching for that one specific thing. And magically, the thing that you have been looking for, the solution to all of your life's problems pops into your computer screen. And you're like, oh, thank you, heavens. Thank you. This is exactly what I was looking for. Has that ever happened to you? Do you wish that that could happen when your clients are searching for the solutions that you provide? OMG, guess what? That's what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to be talking about SEO secrets for 2018. And I have a special guest who I am so stoked to be bringing to you. I met him when he actually did some work for us on my personal website over at The Prepared Performer. And while I was talking to him, I was like, oh my goodness gracious, can you please come and talk to them all stars because they are going to love this. And he was like, sure. So he's going to be here in just a sec. Yes. Okay. So I see that we have many of you here already. Hello, Cam fam in the house. Bonita, good to see you. And when you comment below, like Bonita did with the words SEO, we will send you the show notes via bot. So you're going to get a message from BeLive TV which is who we're here with today, Be Live TV. And you're going to get a message from them. You need to reply to that message with the word. I don't know if it's really a word, SEO. Maybe we'll have Tyler answer that one for us too. <laughs> SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization. You're going to reply with that. And then you'll get access to our show notes and also a free trial of this amazing tool, which is be live TV. And I just want to give a shout out to be live first. Um, and a shout out to all of you for being here. So if you are using be live currently, give me a be live in the comments down below. And if you have yet to use it, if you are new to this platform, give me a new in the comments down below. And I need to start by giving you a major apology because somehow when I set this video up today, I didn't include my little frame. And it was actually really cute. As soon as Tyler and I got on, I was like, oh no, because I had a frame that said SEO secrets and had our faces on it. And somehow I didn't click it on. But I am going to take you actually behind the scenes and show you how easy it is to screen share. So Tyler, even though you're like down in the lobby, I know you can hear me. Everyone's going to be able to see you in just a second because they're going to see the application window that I'm going to share. So they'll see you in the lobby. So check this out. This is BeLive TV behind the scenes. Okay. So he's there. Yeah. So good. Thank you. So perfect. Look, I pushed this little solo button right here. And now this screen takes over the entire screen. Ayush's birthday today. Happy birthday. Carissa's never used Be Live TV before. Oh my goodness. So cool. So when you comment with SEO, you'll not only get access to our upcoming show notes, you will also get a free trial of Be Live TV, which is so cool. And I love the way that it can, can allow us to shout people out to be like, Sherry, so good to see you, Cam Fram. Kim Dahl. Oh my goodness. Kim Dahl won a giant ring light about a week ago. It's on its way to you, my friend. So, ooh, lots of echo for me. Maybe it's because I scream because I get excited. Uh, so let me just show you a little bit about what can happen here. Look, you can change. Ooh, 
You can change the format around. You can move this. And usually, if I had been a genius and set up my frame like I'm supposed to, there'd be a little button right here where you can turn the frame on and off. So fun. And then you could add these agenda items. The agenda items are secret for today, so we only have a few. And watch this. I can say share this puppy. See how cool that was that the that the little screen popped up also? BeLive seriously is doing everything possible in order to make you the best live streamer in the world. It is so easy to be able to do this stuff. What? It's covering up my face, right? So cool. So share this puppy. And when you share, give me a shared in the comments down below because I want to be able to thank you for sharing this too. And I'm telling you, Tyler is like super knowledgeable and he is going to make you the hero of your community. I cannot wait. So good. Okay. This is SEO secrets for 2018. So I am going to stop screen sharing. We're going to get ready to bring Tyler on. So let us know in the comments if you have a blog or a website because he's going to be telling us about search engine optimization so that you can pop up to the top of the news feed or not news feed. See, I told you, Tyler, that we're all about social media <laughs> so that you can pop up to the top of the, the everything search wise, right? When you're searching for things on the internet and I have to tell you that the suggestions that he gave us for our website actually proved to be amazing content ideas for our Facebook lives too. So you're going to get more than just search engine tips here. This is going to be great for all of your content. So like I said, share this puppy because it is going to be good. Okay. And yes, Ayush, I saw that it's your birthday. That's so cool. Happy birthday. All right. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Tyler and then we're going to bring him on. And when he comes on, I want you to give him the biggest mall star celebration fireworks show that you have ever given because I want him to feel super welcome. So he has been an internet marketer, marketer since 2012. He started his career doing mobile app marketing and generating downloads for Android app developers. Tyler, I have to tell you that I have an Android and I love it. So thank you. I want to ask you, do you use an iPhone or an Android? Tell me in the comments. Let's have a little, let's, um, you know, a little, not, it doesn't have to be a competition, but let's just see Android or iPhone. Let me know. Okay. Through paid advertising channels, he was able to generate thousands of downloads per day for several popular apps. In 2014, he started focusing his work on organic search engine marketing. You know, we love organic reach around here and launched Seattle WebWorks. Over the next year, Tyler was able to rank Seattle WebWorks for the search term Seattle SEO and other terms in the number one position. He's held these rankings to today. And I have to tell you, he has ranked several websites, websites for other people way in the top two. If you look at his like speaker page that he sent me, the reviews are off the chart. I may have to show them to you later because I was like, Holy smokes, does he have some testimonials? <laughs> he also has 50 of his own websites in Google on the first page in numerous industries. So I know that he is going to be bringing us so much goodness today. So without further ado, let's put our hands together for Tyler Bennett. Yes, here he comes. I swear. <laughs> there he is. Yes. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Hi, welcome. Let's give him a big old welcome, everybody. So good. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be here. Did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into? Not at all. <laughs> it's all right. It's an adventure. 
So for those of you that I've never met before, I know I introduced Tyler. I forgot to introduce myself. So my name is Molly Mahoney, and I love to be here every Wednesday at Be Live TV. We're here at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Do you know what a fireworks show is on social media on Facebook Live? No, what is it? All right. So if you grab your phone, I don't know if you can see the video that we're doing right now, but it's when you hit all the likes and the hearts like as fast as possible. And then it's awesome (laughs) because it makes it a big old fancy party for everybody involved. Right. Look, you're getting so many welcomes too. Lisa says, welcome. She's a mall star. Muriel says, welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Linda, Holly. I love it. Suzanne. I love it. Uh, Amazing. Okay. Awesome. So we're going to dive into this craziness. And I had people say down below whether or not they had, oh, we do have some people who have websites. Yeah. And if you guys, you know, today, if you guys want to share your websites down below, let's have like a share fest here. So go ahead and give us your websites in the link down below. We can connect and check each other out. And um, is there anything else we should be aware of besides websites and blogs that you are optimizing for organic search? Because I know there's some things on Facebook that show up. There's YouTube videos that show up. What are, let's start with that. Like what other types of um, content could be optimized for search engine optimization? Yeah. So, um, so every page on the web, Google sees as like a, an independent document and that document has an opportunity to rank in the search engine. Some documents get indexed and some don't though. So um, in order for you to take advantage of search engines and, uh, and rank, you know, whatever content you want to expose to your audience, it has to be an indexable piece of content. So for instance, a lot of um, like, if you make a post on Facebook, that's not in the index. It just Google does not put that there, but Facebook pages do. So you could potentially rank your Facebook page in Google. Um, You can rank your YouTube videos. Those all get indexed. You can rank, you know, if you have a Yelp profile or, or a LinkedIn profile, even too, those all get indexed. And so you can rank them. Super cool. LinkedIn profiles too. So, um, and with it, with a Facebook page, just because I, as I was sharing, we mostly talk about you know, this show really is about Facebook Live and about different ways that mm-hmm. most of the people who are here are live streamers and we're using, you know, I like to remind everyone that building a business online is, there's so many pieces and sometimes people will say like, oh, the messenger bot is the key to everything, but it doesn't mean that you have just a messenger bot. You still have to have email. You still have to have a website. You still have to have all these different pieces. So with the Facebook page specifically, is it the whole page that gets ranked or is it the notes section? How does that work? Well, I think it's going to be the whole page. And in fact, what you can do, um, there's, you know, there's ways that you can find this stuff out. A lot of times as an SEO, your best tool is just Google itself, you know? Yeah. So there's a special kind of search. Am I allowed to share my screen on this thing? Oh, shoot. No, but I can pull the website up and share it for you. Okay. Well, what you can do is go to Google and type in site. Uh, site colon. This is a special kind of search that this is like where I start with most of my SEO research is just going to Google and using this particular search function. So you do, you do site colon and then you type in whatever, um, you know, whatever web address you're hoping to rank. And that's going to show you how it's, how it's showing Google. So if it's your Facebook page. That's so good already. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Before we go any further, Tyler, (laughs) I think you're going to be sharing so many awesome things that we don't ever talk about here. I want to yeah. do a giveaway. Is that okay with you? If we do a giveaway? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's okay, get some so stuff I, away. <laughs> yeah. So I want to, I had it in my lap. Oh, there it is. Okay. So I'm going to give away. We don't always do this. I know sometimes I get really giveaway-y, but we're going to give away a selfie light. Uh, it's dead. No, it's on. 
right? A selfie light so that you can have, it's almost, it's like almost dead. So it's not really working yet. (laughs) But I'm going to give away a selfie light and we'll have you pick the winner at the end at random. Is that okay? Okay. I can do that. Okay. So what you have to do to enter, this is how we do this here. You're going to say hashtag nugget in the comments (laughs) down below and everything, like I'm sure there's going to be so many nuggets that you're going to throw at us that this is going to be out of control. So when you guys learn a nugget, (laughs) right? Okay. Look at this. Sherry says, nugget SEO is so important to be seen. (laughs) Um, And when they say nugget like that in the comments below, then they'll be entered to win a selfie light. Sound good? Okay. So our first nugget is going to be such a great tip for just getting started, which I am so grateful. So let's actually do it right now. Uh, yeah, where did that one yeah so go? this is this is like I said, this is the first place I start when I'm doing my research because you kind of want to look at your site through Google's eyes. And so if you ask like, well, um, you know, which which part of Facebook page gets indexed, this is how you would check to see okay. you know, what's going. So I'm nervous about showing mine, but just a little background on why we started working together is um, I had done a lot of SEO work for myself on my website, but then I changed my entire business, which I told Tyler. So I show up for things that I don't offer anymore because I was so good at SEO optimizing for like kids, musical theater songs. (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't, I've yet to implement all of the awesome stuff that Tyler has taught me. Um, I'm really excited to be putting it in there, but let's see where things are at now. Should we go see it? Is this how I would do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ready? <clears throat> Ready. Ah, I'm nervous. Okay. So then we get this. What does this do? Yeah. So what we're looking at here is like a snapshot of your site. And if, if you guys watching this can't really see this that well, the best way to do it is just to test out yourself. You just go to Google site colon and whatever domain you want to research. And this is essentially looking at your site through Google's eyes. And you're going to see a number of uh, all your pages are going to be shown there. So if your site's getting indexed, you know it's indexed because it's it's showing up in Google's index for your site. And that's kind of the first step, right? So if you want to rank in Google, the very first thing that you need to know is whether or not your content that you want to rank is in Google's index. Because if it's not, it, it just can't, uh, you know, it but can't show up. If we try my somebody's. Facebook page, it comes up with all sorts of craziness. So that is the proof that yeah, that's not. Yeah, this, this is perfect. So now, you know, looking at your Facebook page here, now you know that all of these pages that are showing up, these all have a potential to rank because they're in the uh, they're in the index. And they probably are already ranking for the term Molly Mahoney uh, because it's titled that right there. Your right. Facebook page. Oh, super cool. Like ratings are ranking. <gasps> Check that <Yeah>. out. <laughs> That is super cool. Okay, so awesome. So that's a great way to just get started. Can we, um, I, I know I get, okay, warning for you and for other people who may not have been here as a part of this show before. I talk really fast and I get really excited and I have squirrel syndrome. So everyone who's watching this right now, including you, Tyler, can say focus Mahoney at any time. Okay. Are we all okay? We can practice. If you want to say focus Mahoney in the comments below right now, it's good practice. And um, also, I think I skipped something. Can you just explain to us why we would even want to use SEO in the first place? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if I ever like, I'm going too fast and I skipped over something that's important, it's because in in my brain, it's like a small detail because I've been doing this for so long. But for a lot of people, sometimes it could be a really important uh, factor. So yeah, so SEO is is very, very valuable. And and the reason is, whatever industry you're in, whether you're, um, you know, offering classes on uh, Facebook Live, or whether you have like a contract, you're a contractor and you sell plumbing services, 
there's going to be people online that are looking for that specific service. And um, Google's really, really trying as hard as they can to um, to rank your site, rank pages that are good matches for search terms. Because at the end of the day, what Google wants to do is is help people find what they're looking for. And so if somebody is looking for your service and you offer that service and you offer a really, really great, valuable product, it's really important that you have your website tuned in such a way that when Google, when somebody searches for that, Google's able to find your site, look at the pages that are there and say, okay, this is a good match for that. And if they can say that, they're going to show that in the search engine. And then people are able to just naturally and very easily find the products and services that you sell and become paying clients. And you know, one other thing, which I know is a lot of the stuff that you had given us, which I love so much is people are not only looking for your services, they're Mm -hmm. also just looking to have their problems solved. And so we talk a lot about, you know, obviously you're going to do content that um, we're going to do content that leads people towards your product and services. But we also do some content that's like on the outlying, just right around what you offer. Because sometimes without speaking to someone like you, we can't think of like, what are the questions that people are actually looking for? So, um, How do you even like we, you shared how you get started by looking at the fact that you're even showing up, right? Then how do you go about like, can you give us like the, the five basic steps to making sure that people can find you? Yes. Yeah, I can definitely do that. So, so you brought up a good point. So the first, the first factor here is getting indexed, of course, but then right after that, you know, you want to, you want to know what it is that you want to rank for. Like, it's not enough to just say, I want to rank Google. You have to have uh, what's called a keyword. A keyword is this term that you want to show up for. And, um, and a good keyword should have, should meet three criteria. The first is it should have buyer intent, at least some buyer intent. It doesn't necessarily have to be like perfect, but it should have some, there should be some search volume there, meaning people are looking for this thing on a regular basis and then it should be closely related to your products and services. And so, um, and so when you're looking at search terms, there's always going to be ones that are, uh, you know, kind of the core of, of, of your service that you offer. Those are really high buyer intent terms. So if you're like a plumber, you might want to rank for, um, you know, plumbing services in my city. That would be like very high buyer intent. But then, of course, there's going to be those kind of like fringe topics that you talked about. And those are more informational in nature, typically. And that's going to be something along the lines of like, how to fix a leaky pipe. Somebody might not be ready to make a purchase, but they're definitely, uh, you know, in, in your industry because they're searching for information about, you know, fixing leaky pipes. So they might be interested in hiring a plumber. And so those would be informational terms. And those are really great terms for uh, focusing on when you're doing um, blog content. If you're doing content for your Facebook page or for your website, a lot of times those are going to be those more informational question type terms that people are searching for. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. And so I actually, I'm glad that you brought up the blog content because something, and I think this will be so valuable for everyone. We have started this new um, system that we use here, which many of you have experienced and you can actually watch it happen live right now, whether you're watching live or in the replay. If you comment below with the word, like the letters SEO, it's a term, I guess you would say <laughs> it's really a word, but I'm going to call it a word for right now. The term SEO and put it all together right? In the comments below, you'll get be able to get a message from our messenger bot that says, hey, reply with SEO. When you reply, you'll be sent access to our show notes. And what we do is ahead of time, we have structured our blog post with a title that we're working to make more SEO friendly now that we've been working with Tyler, right? When he told me all these, these ideas that he had for us, I was like, oh my gosh, there's my content for the next three months, <laughs> right? Which we obviously have a nice. system for our content development as well. So we kind of fit them in there. But um, 
uh, like one of the term, the titles that you had given us was <laughs> online video marketing for real, real estate agents or realtors or something yeah. like that. And so mm-hmm. what we would do with that, and we have an awesome client who does social media marketing for real estate agents. So I reached out to her and she's going to be one of our guests, which is so cool. And what we did is we create the blog post ahead of time before it's even ready. And we have it there ready to be our show notes once we're done with the live video. And then we include the Facebook live inside that blog post. And then we continue to optimize that blog post for SEO. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can do the whole thing in like a cyclical thing. It's so cool. Awesome. Yeah, okay, so, that's, so that's a good point. So you, you talked about putting together a blog post that's about that specific topic. So so that's really kind of the key there, right? Is is you're doing your keyword research first. You want to figure out, okay, what is it specifically that my ideal client is searching for? And then you have once you once you have that information, you have to pr- provide content that Google can use for that for that topic. So um, so you ask kind of like what are the five steps to ranking? Uh, the first one is certainly like you know keyword research. So um, there's lots and lots of ways to do keyword research, but my favorite is actually the quick and dirty one that anybody can do. And so this is the way that I would really recommend the audience here do their keyword research, and that's just through Google as well. So um, so let's see. I'm trying to think of a good term here. But let's screen share. Yeah, let's screen share. So so go to Google and type in internet marketing. Okay. So I just want to answer a question. Someone has Facebook marketing. That'll be really Facebook. specific for your audience. Oh yeah, totally. So someone uh-huh. had asked about this earlier and um, how we got to this page that we're on right now. And we did site colon and then the website, just so you know, yeah. that came up earlier um, to find That's out. That's a really good It's just, you're essentially looking at, at whatever you type in after the colon is what Google's going to pull up everything in their index for that. And it, it helps you see that site through Google's eyes, essentially. Yeah, cool. And I also want to say, like, these are amazing tips for us to be putting into action, right? I mean, you can start doing this right away. Like you could have your phone out and do it on your phone while we're doing this. And this stuff, I'm going to stop the screen share for a sec is no joke time consuming. And there's definitely an art to it, which is why I was so glad to actually hire Tyler through my amazing friend Pia at fingerprint marketing. And um, I know they're going to have some other free stuff for us that they're going to give us to go in the show notes later. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful that you're here. So thank you. Let's dig in again. Keyword research is really time consuming, and this is kind of a quick and dirty way to get into it. And so, um, and so we, we searched for Facebook marketing. So if we know that that's kind of like our core niche, right? That we're trying to, where that's our industry that we're in. So we want to find good keywords that are in that, in that industry. So go back up to that little search bar up there, Molly. And right before where it says Facebook marketing, type in the word how. And put a space there. Okay. So now look at all those items that drop down. Yeah, these are all. Cool. This is all coming from Google's own internal database. So Google doesn't make th- those suggested terms up. You know, they they don't think of these things like what would be a good suggested term. They've got some like office somewhere where they're thinking of suggested terms. These these suggested terms are coming from searchers. So these are your ideal clients who are typing this stuff into Google, and now you're seeing exactly what they're searching for. Um, you can also use things like you know pretty much any question: why Facebook marketing? When Facebook marketing? Uh, what Facebook marketing, and these are all going to give you, you know, going to kind of, kind of allow you to look through your searcher's eyes and see what are they actually typing in. Um, and then at the end, like after Facebook marketing, you can type in Facebook marketing for, and that's going to give you like that for real estate thing that, that I showed you. I just went to Google and I typed in for Facebook marketing for, 
And um, and then I and got all of them. listed in order of um, the like the top things that are searched for, or is it kind of a random list? It's not going to be necessarily in that order. So um, the thing about this this particular way of of doing your keyword research is you don't necessarily know exactly how many times these things are getting searched. So they may be you know like several times a month, and maybe hundreds, and maybe thousands. You don't really know, but at least, you know, these are things that are being searched on a regular basis. So you can kind of see like commonalities in what people are looking for. So you might see like several suggested terms that are kind of about the same thing. And so, you know, if if a lot of people are searching for that thing, that might be a really good topic for a blog post. And so what I do when I'm doing my initial research is I'm not really worrying about search volume yet. I know there's at least some there because it's being suggested. So I'm just kind of gathering up terms and, and looking for interesting topics that I might have not thought of. But my searchers are obviously thinking of it because it's in this database here of uh, suggested Super terms. Super cool. Okay, so Jason <laughs> keeps talking about chunky nuggets. Jason, I think this might be the first time you're joining us. Jason and I met at VidCon <laughs> last year, last year, last week. Um, he has an amazing set of Facebook Lives that he does. Jason, I love you, and you're super funny. Um, yes, okay, so great. Chunk, just man, ask that I same agree. question. Wait, what'd you say? That is a good chunky nugget. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Totally good chunky nugget. We got selfie lights. We're going to throw out people's faces. Um, So Cliff, this is the question that I was asking too. He said, is the drop-down list from Google search, are they ranked in order? And so no, but it's a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's, this is like, you're not at the point yet where you're really even worrying about exact search volume. You're more so just kind of um, just trying to look for ideas. You're just gathering ideas and then you might do some additional research after that. Cool. Okay. So we're starting with, um, first we're going to check. I'm like putting, I'm going to put numbers on these. First, we're going to check and make sure that your site's indexed at all. And if it's not indexed, that's something that you can actually do. I know with WordPress, you can do that. You can do that with other things too, to make sure that it's indexed, right? Yeah. So if you have a site, I mean, unless you've done something really wrong, your site should be indexed. But when you asked about like Facebook pages and things, if you want to see if there's a page that you can rank and you're asking yourself, like, should I try to focus on this for SEO? You can check to see if it's in Google's index at all. If it's not, then Mm. don't do Don't bother with it because it's just never going to rank for anything. Awesome. But if it is, then you can probably optimize it. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Okay. And then we talked about keyword research, which is huge. That was some great yes. tips. Are there any other places that you like to go for keyword research? Aside? Yeah. So there's a lot of paid tools out there too. Yeah. And these ones are going to be able to give you a lot more information. Um, Google AdWords has a tool that's free, although they've really like reduced how valuable it is over the years. Yeah. They give you like very specific uh, search volume and then they reduce that back. And I think even now, like unless you have a, an AdWords campaign running, you can't even really use the tool. I know they've changed it a lot, but what I really recommend using as a paid tool, if you really want to get into SEO. And so um, Ahrefs is probably the best that's out there. It's called Ahrefs.com. And that's probably the best that's out there, but you can also use um, a local Seattle company, Moz, Moz.com. They have a really great tool and it's a little bit cheaper. Awesome. Yeah. And then there's another one, Majestic. Majestic.com is another oh, really good link I've research tool. Majestic. Yeah. Cool. They're one of the, okay. kind of, um, one of the veterans in the industry and they have one best. And these are going to allow you to do further research on your terms. So for instance, if you do that initial research and you come up with several phrases and you're like, okay, which one should I focus on? Then you can go to like Ahrefs, drop that, um, drop that into their keyword research tool and, and see exactly how many searches that gets. 
and then you kind of can let your uh, let the number of searches guide your writing. You can also see like what's the most difficult to rank for. It'll give you a keyword difficulty, and so you want to go for the one with the least difficulty and the highest search volume. That is yeah, and that's before. kind of this is similar to um, some Instagram like hashtags stuff that I've that I've learned about. Also, is that um, you don't always want to go for the most popular, the thing that is searched like because then that's going to be probably difficult to rank. So it's like finding those yeah. gaps, right? Yep. Yes. I like it. And okay, there's so tons have- of opportunity for that in Google. In fact, it's something like um, 25% of Google searches are for the first time ever. So 25% of what people type into Google, that's the first time it's ever been searched. And that's because there's always new topics coming up. There's new you know, technology and things like that. Like stuff is changing so fast. A lot of times there's going to be opportunities there where there's there's nobody trying to rank for that term at all. And you can come in there and still gain a lot of traction and traffic from these unique terms. <laughs> Yes, totally. And um, that makes me think of, you know, IGTV just came out, speaking of Instagram. And so when new tech, when new things like this come out, that's the time yeah. for you to jump in. Like I was saying to somebody the other day that the it's like the the learning curve is reset every couple of weeks almost. You know, you have a chance yeah. to be the first person. Yeah, like I, I own a ton of websites that rank for all different things. But when I look at a term like you know, you might think, well, if you're an SEO, you want to rank for how to lose weight fast, right? You're going to make a billion dollars if you rank for that. But nobody actually goes after that. Like all the smart SEOs are going after uh, stuff that is low competition because then you can just get results quickly. And a lot of times you're going to make uh, you're going to make more money faster by going after the the low hanging fruit. Yes, I love it. OK, if you have um, <laughs> some words watching this today, if you have some some terms that you think that you'd like to um, be found for post them down below and maybe we'll be able to do some, some brainstorming and workshopping for you too. Okay. And yeah. I, so the other one that I didn't mention or didn't put on the screen was Moz, which that's MOZ, right? I've, I've used that before. MOZ. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Super three that I suggested cool. are Ahrefs, Majestic and Moz. Ahrefs is the best, but it's also the most expensive by a lot. Okay. Majestic and Moz. I love it. Okay. So now that we have our content, like our idea for our blog posts, um, let's actually take a, let's take a look at the whole, actually, let's finish the blog post. What would be the next step after we have the content ideas for that set up? Yeah. So the next step is to, is to get the content on your site and you want to write a blog post and publish it. That would be very specifically valuable for somebody who's searching for that term, you know, because you don't have to really battle with Google. Google really want to find good content to rank. And so a lot of times where, where businesses go wrong is they just don't make it clear to Google what their content is about. So I can give you a really specific example. Um, something I see really commonly on client sites is they'll have their services that they offer. Cause a lot of my clients are local, local companies. And so they'll have a set of services and um, they'll have a page on their site that's titled, services. It's like our services, right? And it's titled services. And then it lists out all the various services that they offer. So you might think, well, that's, that'd be the right way to go. But, but the problem is when Google looks at that page, it sees it as an individual document and it says, okay, this page is about the term services, which is not what they want to rank for, right? They want to rank for each individual service. So a client that I'm working with right now, they're a home inspection company and they do, um, they do mold inspections, they do air quality testing, they do well water testing, so these are all separate terms, but they have it on one page titled services. So what we did is we broke all that out. So now they have a mold testing page. They have a air quality testing page. They have a well water testing page. And so when, when, when Google sees that page, well water testing, somebody searching for well water testing, it's like, boom, okay, there's a perfect match there. And Google That is so that smart. In. So can I ask you a question yeah. about that? Do they have them yep. all on one page collected in, as well or no? 
They do have a services page still. Like we haven't deleted services page, but we built out unique individual pages for each of that, uh, each of those services. So you awesome. kind of have both. There may be something that with people who are at your page might actually like, it's funny. And I know this is true for writing blog posts in general too. Like you could write the whole post so that it's just keyword optimized, but it might not actually mm-hmm. be something that anyone could follow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's another good point. So um, a lot of, there's kind of like an old school SEO myth that, that you have to have this like very specific keyword density in your content in order to rank. Like how many times should I use the keyword and what variations should I use the keyword? You don't even worry about that. Just like only when you're writing your content, just write for the user. Cause the, 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 when the content itself, the best metric you can go after is engagement. Like it, Google didn't used to look at engagers and years ago, they used to look that at only keywords that were, were engaging with the content. But nowadays Google really looks at that. Like I've had lots of sites before where I've written, you know, a, a not a very good article. It's a decent article, but not a really good one. It'll pop up on the first page. It'll rank there for a few days, but people aren't really engaging with the article. And so they'll, they'll read a few sentences and then leave. And so what happens ultimately is that just falls off and goes back onto the second page. So um, when you're writing your content, you want to write your content in such a way that it's going to keep people there reading it. And the parts that you want to optimize for your keyword would be the title of the article. That's going to be the most important part. Like if the, if you want to rank for how to, um, you know, how to get more people to watch your Facebook live uh, 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 <laughs> Facebook live interviews, you know, you, you don't want to title your article like something that is kind of about that, but not really about it. You want to be very specific, like use those exact words in the title. So Google can make that match. In fact, I, there's a, there's a little test that I, that I show people a lot and it's um, with the personal injury keyword. That's like one of the most competitive terms <laughs> in Google is personal injury. So if you Google like personal injury lawyer, my city, so like whatever city you're in, Seattle or whatever, um, you'll notice that everybody on that first page for that is going to be word for word. The title is is that term. Like it's it's every single word. Uh, Seattle no personal, injury, personal injury attorney, Seattle. Yeah, go ahead and Google. You'll yeah, see. That is crazy. So like, yeah, we're gonna bring this, kind of it, it, uh, it anchors in like how important the title of the page is for okay. ranking. So go ahead and Google Seattle personal injuries. Okay, I was looking at, look at Kim that. Doll. I was looking at oyster openings for you. Okay, um, no. <laughs> Seattle personal injury lawyers. Is that yeah, what you said, I think Seattle personal injury lawyers. <clears throat> so the point here is that like the title of your page is just so important. The word, every single word that you use is the most important piece of real estate on there. So if you look at the titles there you'll see that every word that you typed in is going to be represented in a single title of everybody on the first page. Yeah, totally. Everybody on the second page and probably everybody on the third page. It's and not so just necessarily this- about law or lawyers in general. It's like very specific. Yeah. I thought you meant that their whole website, the the text on the website was personal oh. injury attorney, personal injury attorney. I was like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Actually. So Muriel had asked a question about this. This is so perfect. She said, where did it go? Muriel? I lost it. Um, I have a description on the picture of my homepage, which Google doesn't pick up because it's not a title. Is that uh-huh. um, similar? I, I was thinking you meant like page title, but a photo title. Is that what you mean, Muriel? So, so that's, that's a good question. So the, um, what I'm specific talking about is the page title. Yeah. When you, whenever you publish a page, it's going to have a, a meta title. And if you have a WordPress site, you can use the Yoast SEO plugin. I'd recommend getting that plugin on your site. 
And that allows you to really easily add meta titles to your pages. And that's like the search engine title. When Google looks at, okay, what is this page about? The main thing it's going to look at to determine that is, is the meta title. And um, even if you write an awesome article, but you don't have a good descriptive meta title, like Google's not going to be very confident that that article is about the topic. So what you're asking there, Mariel, is about the title of an image on a page. And that just kind of goes into generally the content on the page, like the text content, the images, the video, that holistically, that's your entire, that's all the content that's on your page. And Google's looking at that for, for topical relevance too. So, um, so an image, you don't necessarily have to give your image a title or a description or any, any of that. Right? However, um, that's, that's an opportunity there that you'd want to take advantage of because you can add uh, uh, topically relevant content to that image. And then if you do, that will help that, that page rank. If you don't, it's not like necessarily going to um, damage anything, but, but you would want to use that. that you know, I love uh, my friend Craig Carpenter has this tool. Do you know Craig Carpenter? I don't know if you know him. Uh, I don't he know has, Craig Carpenter. No. He has a tool called Relay That, and it's a photo editing oh, nice. um, app, like software on the desktop app. And when you download nice. the photo, you actually include keywords in the photo before you download it. So the title of the photo, yeah. when you download it, has all the keywords in it, which is pretty cool. That's really valuable. Yep. Images are a really great place to do kind of old school keyword stuffing, because if you stuff keywords in your content, like the readable content, um, sometimes it can read really weird, you know, like it just isn't good quality. But you can jam those keywords into an image and, you know, nobody notices it. But yeah, totally. So I have um, a question about the Yoast plugin because I love the Yoast plugin. Do you, for those of you who are yeah. watching right now, let us know if you use the Yoast plugin as well. And, um, but I find that sometimes after I write a blog post, I get like, because I see all the scores and then I like feel like I have to add all these headers with different keywords and all that. You know, do you think that it's really important to pay attention to that score or... No, I would say like it, it's a good guide if you're just starting out. Like if you're just dipping your feet into SEO, Yoast has these traffic lights. So when you publish a blog article, you give it a, a focused keyword, and that's like the main keyword you'd say you want that that article to rank for. And the traffic lights will tell you how well your page is optimized for that. So that that'll kind of give you a good idea of where to place keywords in your page. But at the end of the day, like um, you know, really uh, just having some common sense, like just asking yourself, okay, is this article really specifically about the term I want to rank for? And if the answer is yes, then you're on the right, you're on the right, uh, the right path anyway. Awesome. I love that so many people here use Yoast too. So good. Yeah. It's a really cool. great plugin. Okay. I can give you guys a couple of other, other additional tips on yeah. Yoast. So if you go to search appearance in Yoast, um, there's two areas you want to pay attention to. One is media and search uh, appearance. Is that what you said? Uh, it's search appearance. Yeah. Okay. If you go to search appearance, you can go to uh, media and you want to make sure that in the media section, um, your media files are redirected to the attachment page. It's just a yes or no setting. You just make sure to okay. set that oh, to yes. Okay. Awesome. And then under, um, under taxonomies, you want to make sure that, that your tags are no index. You don't want your tag pages to get indexed essentially. Oh, so you don't want your tag pages to be indexed. Is that what you said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so those would be the pages that hold everything with that certain tag on it. Or what is a tag? They're like your archives. Yeah. They're yeah. not really valuable for, for visitors. Like there's no reason why you want typically, unless there's a specific reason for your website specifically, but for most websites, there's no reason you'd ever want people to land on your archive pages. It doesn't, it's just not a page you'd want people to find in Google. So you will eliminate those from the index. Um, the reason is every site has what's called a crawl budget. 
And um, and most people watching this this uh, this uh, live stream don't necessarily need to worry about this too much. It's more so for like really big websites. But if you have a really big website, like Google will only index a certain percentage of that site. They won't necessarily index every single page. You want to steer Google away from pages that aren't valuable towards pages that are valuable. Because if it's only going to index 100 pages out of your 200-page website, you want those 100 pages to be the ones that you want people to land on, right? Matter, yeah. So um, Cliff asked, media files redirected where? So where do you, or just redirected in, to the, I heard what you said, but can you say it again? <laughs> so this is the same, this is the same theory. Like um, by, I think by default, Yoast indexes each individual image. So the problem with that is you might have thousands of images on your site. And if all those get indexed, now you've used up all your crawl budget on a bunch of images, right? It wouldn't be good. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so if you, redirect all of those to the attachment page, it'll make, let's say you have like 10 images on a blog post, rather than having all those 10 images indexed, all of those images will redirect back to that blog post. And so just the blog post will get indexed. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay. I'm so stoked that you're here. How many more firework shows can we give for Tyler? Uh, remember, if you want show notes from all of this, because I know there's a lot, comment below with SEO and then make sure that you reply to the message that we send you to get the show notes. And also share this puppy because I know we're blowing some minds and you want to be the one who blows the minds of all your friends on Facebook. So um, I dig it. Yeah. And Yoast is spelled S-O-Y. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. My dyslexia. <laughs> Y-O-S-T, correct? There's no A in it, right? I just want to make sure. I think there is an A. Y-O-A-S-T. Shoot. Yep, right like that. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, There's I, lots of other good SEO plugins too. Like if you're using one other than Yoast, that's probably fine. But um, Yoast is kind of the most popular and it is it's yeah. really good. I don't know why I thought it was Y-O-S-T. Okay. Amazing. So we've talked a lot about blog posts, about coming up with the content, about ways to optimize the content. Um, using that Yoast plugin is a really great way to get started with that, but make sure that you're speaking to a human being. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what about the the website in general? Like, are there some things well, that we should yeah, be doing? So, uh, there were some big changes you made. Probably was a bigger a bigger issue in years past when websites are all very like custom custom made. But nowadays, most people use a CMS. Like they're using either WordPress or they're using Squarespace or other kind of like website platform. And so most of the technical stuff is handled for you in those platforms. So if yeah. you have a WordPress site, your site's pretty much already going to be set up for SEO unless you're unless you're doing something really uh, really really crazy, like with a really big site custom built, you could potentially screw stuff up, but, uh, but most sites are going to be just fine. Like if you have a blog, really all you should be focusing on is, um, writing to your visit, to your, to your visitors or to your, to your audience. You want to make sure to do that keyword research, write content that people are searching for, and then making sure that your pages are titled properly and that you have enough content too. Like you don't want to write thin content, 500, 500 words would be the very most minimum. And, um, and these days, like longer articles, the better, like even for 2000 words, that's even better. Um, yeah. 5,000 words, big, big, long articles. Awesome. And I know that can mm-hmm. seem overwhelming sometimes, but taking the time to put into these articles, like I can't tell you what proof I have, the proof that I have that this works from the work that I did several years ago. Um, the terms that I was ranking for back then were, um, actor type. So we, I did an article about how to determine your type as an actor, which is a question that a lot of actors want. And I still show up like top. I mean, it could top, top five for sure for that. And we get asked about it all the time. I get emails still, even though it's not what I do anymore, but we're funneling that to someone else, which is really cool. Um, (laughs) Putting in the time now. Yeah, that's, that's called uh, 
arbitrage. That's like one of the most valuable ways to use your SEO traffic because sometimes you don't necessarily rank for uh, things you can specifically use, but that traffic is still valuable. People want to buy that. And so you, if you have partners, you can a lot of times funnel that traffic to them. They'll pay you a, kind of a recurring commission for that. So cool. Um, I also have to clarify because my good friend, Tess Benson, who's here, is exactly right. There is this really cool old venue in Santa Ana called the Yoast Theater. And I used to host a show there, Tess. It's like a really cool old theater that they've turned into a nightclub. And I used to host an, a thing called Raw Artists there all the time. So that's exactly why I was spelling it that way, Tess. Thank you. I knew it was so familiar. Um, arbitrage, uh, Holly asks. Is that what you said? Yeah, arbitrage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so. So arbitrage in internet marketing is uh, getting traffic for cheaper than you sell it for. So SEO is the cheapest way to get traffic because you you launch a site, you do the work one time, and you get free traffic. You don't have to pay for that traffic. And so if you're getting the traffic for free, other people want that traffic and they're willing to pay for it. That's why you see ads on blog posts, like a lot of really big blogs. They'll just run banner ads on their blog because those those advertisers want to get access to those eyeballs and arbitrage is essentially getting traffic for cheap from Google or from wherever and then reselling that traffic at a premium to somebody who specifically wants it. That's so good. And that's still, I mean, this is one of the questions that I was so um, interested in talking to you about when we spoke is it's not like damaging the website because it's still giving it that extra boost in, in um, authority, right. Or social proof even. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. the idea is um, websites that are very uh, trustworthy and valuable and offer valuable content people engage with it. Those are the ones that rank the best these days. So the better you're ranking, the more valuable your site your site is essentially okay. online. So I, I have at least two more questions I want to ask you. This is so good. If this is so good, I want to hear it in the comments below because I think this is so awesome. So um, Annie and Tony both, or Ann and Tony both asked. Uh, that they had heard that shorter blog posts were better because people can't focus. <laughs> However, I think it's all, tell, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's about the way that you write it. Like if your text is all squished together and there's not, um, you know, you're not using the header tags to segment it out, you're not using images, you're not creating content that's actually valuable and juicy, <laughs> right? That might damage you. But can you talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah. Why the longer well, content is better? The takeaway there from that question is that this that's that question right there represents why people have such a difficult time with SEO It's because um, there's so much information out there. Like you can, you can read SEO blog posts that contradict each other. Like, so specifically, like it says this works. And then somebody else says this doesn't work. And, and uh, you know, you should build links. You shouldn't build links. Um, you should have, you know, keywords in your content. You shouldn't like, you can go read about SEO and have two, two different, seemingly very intelligent people contradicting contradicting each other. And that causes website owners to get all spun out of control. They don't know what to do. They don't know should they should have short blog posts or long blog posts. And so um, and so the key to getting really good at SEO is just like if if I read that that short blog posts are better than long blog posts, what I would do is I would publish two blog posts on my site, a short one and a long one. And then I would see which one uh, ranks higher. And that's how I got really good at SEO is I just tested. You can, you, you can, essentially, the uh, same content, in. basically like the What's same, type, the same topic for those two blog posts. Yeah. Yeah. So I would find two keywords that are like similarly competitive and I would write a short blog post and I'd write a long blog post. One that's like say 250 and one that's 
say 3,000 words, and then I would just see which one gets picked up first and which one gets picked up more highly and gets more traffic. And that would allow me, that would guide my, my, uh, my SEO. And that's, like I said, that's how I got really good at SEO is I just, um, whenever I'd read something in a, in a blog article, I would just test it. And it's yeah. really easy to see if it works or not. Right? Your rankings same, either go up or they go down. <laughs> that's the same for all of this also. Right. So yeah. I mean, and it could be that your specific niche or audience is not going to read blog posts, or it could be that yours is going to read blog posts. So, I mean, it's all testing, testing, totally. Linda, good to see you. Okay, I have a question about a specific tool that I love, and I can't remember if you and I spoke about it or not, but um, the it auto-populates comments on your blog posts. So what it, it's Social Simple Press. Have you heard of this? I have not heard of that. Okay, so it takes your blog posts that you do on your business page and it, I mean, not your blog posts, sorry, your Facebook lives that you do on your business page and automatically turns it into a blog post. And when it does that, obviously you need to go back in and edit the text and stuff like that, but it takes the comments from your Facebook live and populates comments below the blog post. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Okay, so I think it's like the coolest thing ever. I don't, I only can have it connected to one page. So it's only connected to my personal page, the prepared performer. Uh-huh. But um, so we don't use it here. Here I do it manually. It'd be live. But do you think Google is recognizing those comments the same that they would anyone who randomly came and commented? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause they're Google doesn't really know about when the comments were left or who, who left the comments. They're just looking at the page and those comments are, are going to be uh, content that Google will see. And it'll okay. right. Awesome. So um, that I'm going to write that where would to get that? Because I've always wondered, like, do you think it seems really cool to me, but I never know if it's actually working. Um, okay, I'm going to give you guys a link for that. And then I'm also if you want that tool in the show notes, we'll be sharing this tool as well. So make sure that you write SEO down below. And um, I'm also going to break all of my rules of Facebook Live and give you an actual link here. And you know what else I'm going to do before we have any more nuggets coming at us? Um, if you are interested in potentially talking to Tyler or Pia about how they can just do this for you, comment below with the words, help me, and they will reach out to you. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know fact, this so uh, much. What I can also do for, for everybody on this, on this, uh, show is if they want me to analyze a site for them, if they drop that into the, into the, um, comments, I'll go ahead and do an analysis on their site and, and get back to them with some suggestions. I mean, what? So comment below with help me. I'll also, we'll get a link of some sort to have that in the show notes too, but so yeah. good. Um, st- missing letter. Have you used missing letter? What's missing letter? Do you know what that is? I've never, never heard of that, uh, that tool. There's so many internet marketing tools on the market. There's just billions of them. It's I used funny. to buy like every single one that, come, that came out. And uh, over the last couple of years, I've kind of slowed down on that. Because it's just like, it's overwhelming how many different Crazy. tools there are. <laughs> okay, this has been so good. If um, Is there any last, like, I know sometimes for myself as well, which is why I finally messaged Pia and I was like, I need your help. Is there, um, oh, what's your last name? Is Bennett, correct? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, yeah, there's yeah. his name. Hello, right there. <laughs> um, are there <laughs> any things that you can say about like, what's the most important thing that you could do? Because I know sometimes like if we're going to do something consistently, um, cause this is something you want to keep up with, right? You're not just going to do it once and let it go. So right. what is like the simplest thing that we could do consistently in order to really optimize this organic search stuff? 
Um, I would say don't overcomplicate it because, uh, you know, I, I, in the, in this video so far, I, I've, I've pretty much told people the best way to rank and that is to, you know, do your keyword research and then write content. That's a really great match, but ultimately everybody's going to take that, that and say like, well, that plus all the other things that you're supposed to do. Right. But actually, no, like that, it's actually really that simple. Um, I would say for people who, if they want to, uh, rank in Google consistently or just get higher ranking, just do that one thing that I said, do the keyword research, write content that's about the keyword, make sure it's nice and long, and then just track your progress. There's lots of keyword trackers out there. You can Google uh, ranking ranking trackers, and there's lots of tools out there that allow you to track rankings. And just like, you know, write that blog post, track its rankings, and see how it does, and then just try to iterate, like test and and try try new things and just see how your rankings do over time. And ultimately, you're going to realize that it's uh, it's actually really simple to get ranked in Google. And how long do you think, like, if people are doing this consistently, how long should it be before they start? Oh, look at that, Cliff. Cliff, we are on the same page asking questions today. <laughs> he says, how long before yeah. I get ranked for a brand new site? <laughs> I know that's yeah, not so, possible yeah, to, like, really site, predict that's, that's the tough part. Uh, if you have a brand new website, it can take it can take months, if not years, to really get really solid rankings. On older sites, um, it, can, it can be as little as, like, two, three days. Like, I've had clients where um, once we uh, go publish the new content or change their the optimizations, you know, they'll rank within 24 hours. But new sites, it can take quite a while. And the reason is looking at two factors. This is actually something I probably should have brought up is, is uh, they're looking at two factors to ranking. One is relevance and the other is authority. Google wants to find pages that are about the search term and on resources that it can trust. Uh, so obviously, like Google trusts Forbes.com. It trusts like major publications, Wikipedia. And so Google has to see your site as a trustworthy resource. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. So a lot of times, if you have a brand new site, even if you publish a perfect piece of content, it's not necessarily right away. Um, and that's where link building comes into it. We haven't talked about link building at all yet. But I would say for the newbie, um, don't really worry about link building. Just focus on uh, building out good content for your site. And you will start to see those rankings happen. Can you uh, explain what link building is just really quick so people have an idea of what that is? Yeah, yeah. So, so Google, like I said, they, they have those two factors that they're looking at relevance, you know, pages that match the search term. It's as simple as that. And then, and then authority, or it's wanting to favor sites that are, that it sees as trustworthy. So if you have like two websites, like Bob's Plumbing and Bill's Plumbing, and they both are equally relevant to the search term, uh, plumbing services, like that's their search term they're going after. But Bob's Plumbing has a backlink from Forbes.com. Forbes is like a very authoritative publication. Google trust Forbes. And, the, and so like Forbes had an article about um, how to fix a leaky pipe. And then in that article, there's a link, like a link you can click. And that link goes to billsplumbing.com. Forbes is going to say, well, I don't know if I can trust billsplumbing.com, but I trust, or Google's going to say, I don't know if I can trust Bill's Plumbing, but I trust Forbes. And Forbes trusts these guys enough to link to them. So therefore I can trust them too. So if that's the case, like Bill's Plumbing will always outrank Bob's plumbing because of that link. And so, um, and so links, links are essentially how Google determines trust, trustworthiness. And if you get links from trustworthy resources from their site to your site, helps Google trust your site more. And the more Google trusts your site, the higher it's going to rank. Totally awesome. So that would be, you know, if you're able to write blog posts and be featured by one of those larger websites, that's where that would come from, which is cool. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. a really 
specific example. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So I had this question also. Um, I know you mentioned some people are using Squarespace, Squarespace, Squarespace. Um, Wix is another one also that people use in addition to WordPress. Do you think that matters? Yeah. Uh, is it going to deter? I, I know there's so many plugins on WordPress that I love. So I'm always like, use WordPress, but does it matter? No, I mean, not really. I guess uh, strictly speaking, the short answer would be no, it doesn't matter. But um, ideally, you do want to be on WordPress. And that's because WordPress is just such a more flexible system. Um, WordPress is represents, I think, like 25% of the internet. And there's so much support for it. So essentially, like if you have an idea in your head of what you want your website to do or be, WordPress can do it 100% guaranteed. Those other platforms, not necessarily. However, if you if your site's like really simple, like just informational, you just run a simple blog and you don't really want any really advanced features, a lot of times those other platforms are going to be ideal because they're just simpler. You can get in there, you can build a site really quick. And from an SEO perspective, it'll rank just as well. Like, for example, I was doing uh, research last night on a new website I'm going to launch, and I found this, this site that would be a competitor and I was like, man, this site just ranks like crazy. I was, I was researching, like, where are their backlinks coming from? What's their content up to? You know, like, trying to figure out exactly what they're doing. And uh, it was a Squarespace site. So, you know, that's just proof right there that Squarespace yeah, is that. just what we're doing. Yeah. So, and Tess actually sells makeup and she has a really awesome um, twist on it because she has lots of vintage, like, um, more like rockabilly vintage stuff. So Tess, I bet there are so many keywords that you can rank for that are related to your vintage style that will lead, give yeah. you the opportunity to connect with people and lead them back towards your products. Mm-hmm. I love it. Which is so for, we have several people here who are um, in their service-based professionals, but we also have, which I think is a little easier sometimes to think about this content wise, because you can target it to your services and people who are in direct sales usually have a website that comes from their company, but it's so possible for you to launch your own blog and then lead that back to your product. So really mm-hmm. be open to that idea if you're not doing it yet. I like it. Um, yeah. And people are asking if they build it on Wix, can they switch it to WordPress later? I think there's ways that you can do that. It just might be, you know, the transition stuff is always a little complicated in the middle of it, but it's all possible, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know of a way that you can just migrate it. However, um, uh, what I would do if I had a Wix site, really happy with it, and I wanted to move to WordPress, I would just hire a designer. You can go to Upwork. Um, I don't know if, if a lot of your audience has used Upwork, but it's, a, it's an outsourced fingerprint place. marketing. <laughs> What's that? Is oh, it yeah. Or fingerprint <laughs> marketing. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's totally yeah. true. But there's going to be lots of ways that you can you can get it to help you tra- uh, migrate your site over to WordPress. Kind of keeping yeah. that design and the content and just moving it over to a more. And I know for my blog, platform. I had my blog post like forever ago on um, Blogspot or something, and I was able to turn it into a WordPress blog by downloading yeah. the whole R- RSS feed and uploading it to the other site. So um, yeah. there's so many options. Okay, this was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. We are coming up to the hour. So I would love it if you could help us pick our selfie light winner. Um, do yes. you have the Facebook page? Like, can you see the comments? Can you, um, all Let's you need see. to do, if you go to Facebook, I, I just want I you to can. like scroll through and then just whichever one you stop on without looking, that's who's going to win our selfie light today. Okay. Um, comments. I think I found that. Here. Oh my gosh. How weird. Bonita said someone rebuilt my website from WordPress to Squarespace, and her name is on every page of my site in the background. Does that oh my affect God. my rankings? Can her name be removed? Uh, so it's like, so it's probably in the little footer that down there. Um, this is really common web designers. They're trying to do SEO 
too, for their websites. In fact, web design is one of the hardest keywords to rank for because every web designer, when they design a site, they put their their uh, a link to their site down there in the footer designed by so-and-so. And so these web design sites are so big and powerful. And yeah. so if she's got, if your web designer put a little footer link, that's not going to hurt anything. You can remove it if you want, but um, a lot of times it's a great way for web design to advertise the work they do without being intrusive. Yeah, like give her a shout out. Maybe you can be an affiliate. Bonita, you should have her put an affiliate link there and then you can make money yeah. off of your website. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking for somebody who commented SEO, correct? Uh, no, with the word nugget. So we did a nugget, nugget. So hashtag nugget. nugget, and then they have to have said something after it, like Cliff said, nugget Yoast plugin, I'm looking at here, or um, nugget add a how, why, and when to get a full range of search. So I've got Muriel. With hashtag nugget arbitrage. <laughs> An arbitrage issue because it was French. I saw that going too. Muriel, you want a selfie light. Have you won a selfie light before, Muriel? I feel like maybe you have, which is awesome because then you can give it to somebody else too. I can't remember. But Muriel, make sure that you email me at molly at thepreparedperformer.com and we will get it out to you. Hooray. Um, okay, so this was awesome. And if you guys have more questions for Tyler or you'd like to have him do a kind of a, what did you say? A review of their site? What was that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think I can probably, anybody who wants me to review their site, I'd be happy to do that. I'll put together a, a strategy video for them and then we'll send that out and they can uh, take a look at my personal recommendations for their site. I'll even do a little bit of keyword research in there too. Oh my gosh, so cool. Okay, so if you want that, remember to comment below with the word help, the words help me. Some of you I know we're leaving your website there too, which is awesome because that's an easy, it makes it easier for you too, right, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely need their website that they have, the web, yeah, their so domain well name. Put it right here. Yes, Muriel's never won before. Hooray, we will send it to you out in Vegas. I love it. Um, Jess said it's the best selfie light. All of her friends are jealous of it. So good. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And uh, Tony, yeah, go ahead and comment down below. Help me. And then I'm going to be giving you guys the show notes when you comment with SEO. Our awesome friend, Tom Birchall is going to write those show notes up. They'll be ready within a week. They will be available right there. And then I'll also make sure that I have information about Tyler and Pia at Fingerprint Marketing, who is the one who did my website, which I love so much. And um, Tyler is going to have nothing to do. Forget about your 4th of July party, dude. You're going to be following up with everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. It's fun. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. It is my absolute pleasure to be here with you, especially with people like Tyler who come on and bring out all these nuggets. So uh, it is my joy to help you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the power of Be Live TV so that you can go out and change the world. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us. My name is Molly Mahoney, and I love nothing more than helping you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of Facebook Live. If you liked what you hear, subscribe to this podcast, the Elevate Your Awesome Podcast. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Performer. Until next time, keep spreading joy and elevating your awesome. One quick reminder, all of these podcast episodes are taken straight from Facebook Live. That's right, folks. If you want to see a video that goes with this podcast, if you want to be a part of the conversation, head on over to our Facebook page. And as always, you can find the show notes at thepreparedperformer.com.